we all want to be happier. But how do we get there? First, we start by realizing happiness is not a destination. Being happy consists of micro action steps every single day. I'm your host, Brittany King, and I'm here to guide you along the way. Welcome back to the Positively Real Podcast. I'm your host and your coach, Brittany King. So glad you're here today, friend. I have a phenomenal guest with me today, someone that I had that entered my life not that long ago, but since knowing him has kind of changed changed things in my life. And I'm so excited to bring this this topic to you guys because this practice is what has shifted so much for me in such a short period of time. But welcome to the show, Doug White. How you doing? Good. I'm doing really good. That was an amazing intro right there. Holy Lord. Yeah, you know, I do what I can. That's why I, I actually bring people on the show to like hype them up because <laughs> I am a hype woman, like at heart. <laughs> I've like my past life, I was a DJ and a hype woman and I just love oh, nice. so nice. um yeah, that that's why that's why you're on the show to hype you up. Hope, hopefully yeah, hopefully cool. you're feeling good. <laughs> I appreciate that. That's awesome. <laughs> but Doug, why don't you introduce yourself and say a little bit about what you do and then we'll we'll go from there. Well, my, my story is 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 a is a fun one. Basically, uh, I spent seventeen the past 17 years in professional baseball uh, and through my, my knowledge base of understanding the law of attraction and understanding universal laws and such, I was able to create uh, um, getting to the big leagues, which was a dream of mine when I was younger. So I spent the last two seasons in the big leagues, one year with the Astros, another year with the angels. Uh, and it, it was, it was amazing. It was great. And uh, it was everything that I imagined and, and more, and I was in love with it. And, now I'm in a space where um, there might be some more for more things out there for me to be doing to put my attention to and to put my energy on. And so I've started doing some, per, well, I call it perspective coaching, some life perspective coaching. And um, I also have some things in there about uh, maybe doing some speaking engagements. Maybe maybe there's some broadcasting in my future. I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm open to a bunch of things. But the cool part is, is that this is kind of like what I call my second round because um, I had, you know, 17 years of being in love with something. And so I'm looking forward to that next thing that comes along uh, that I fall in love with. And I'm being so conscious about uh, the process of it and shaping it and molding it, um, which I think is really cool. So it's kind of like a to be continued story, you know, where maybe in six months we have another chat and, a, and another six months we have another chat and, uh, just uh, talk about the things that are coming. Yeah, oh, I love I I love hearing how your story is intertwined with the law of attraction. But ba I mean, long story short, I met Doug through Keiko and Sarah. And if you listen to my show, you know how much I love Keiko and Sarah at Kinfolk. They've changed my life in so many ways. Um, and they introduced me to Doug because Doug was coaching them on law of attraction. And I'm like, I love, I love being coached. I want, I want to be coached on things. So <laughs> I was like, sign me up. So actually Doug and I had the chance to 
connect twice and he's taught me all about law of attraction and manifesting and like I said in my intro like it's kind of changed a lot of things for me in a short period of time and I I truly believe like there's no coincidences like I like we were meant to to meet at the time that we did for you to teach me what you have learned for me to apply it and then create all of this I don't even like amazingness that has unfolded in my life as of recently. So that's how I know Doug. And it's so (laughs) exciting because I'm just, I'm really excited to bring this conversation to you who's listening because this stuff is like, it is real. I feel it on this like crazy vibrational level. Um, And I'm just excited that we get to, to jam out on this today. So let's get into it. Like, I just want to start with, you know, people that are listening that are like, okay, law of attraction. I've heard that. I hear people talking about manifesting. That sounds very like woo woo. Like let's start from the basics. Like what is law of attraction? Well, the the big thing is, is that uh, a a lot of times people, uh, they listen or hear about the law of attraction and manifestation right away. They're like, oh man, I just want to get you. I want to get a bunch of stuff. Like I'm I want to physically manifest as many things as I can. You know, where's my million dollars? Where's my cool car and my big house and the beautiful woman or the beautiful man, you know, that kind of deal. And the, the, the funny thing about it is that the, the, the basis of understanding the law of attraction and, and how to uh, go downstream and work with the universal laws and the energy of the universe is being able to understand how you're feeling. And if you can, uh, be in touch with your emotions and have emotional awareness, then that's the starting point. So the way I describe it to people is that it's a vibrationally based universe, which means you're emitting a frequency, period. And it's going out to the universe, to the world all the time. And then it's an attraction based universe. So the same vibration that you're emitting, you're also pulling that into your reality on a daily basis. So however you're feeling, the universe is basically answering that, matching that, and, and, and you're attracting that into your, uh, into your reality, into your world, right? But the third part is the biggest part of it is that you have an emotional guidance system and your ability to understand what emotions are truly for and what they're representing is what then allows you to start shaping your reality. Because if it's true that it's vibrationally based and then attraction based, how you feel, you know what's coming to you by how you feel. And so that's the biggest thing that a lot of people miss in this whole, de- whole deal is it's an emotional game. And that's the biggest part of this deal. Mm, yeah. I mean, and that it makes so much sense because like, whether we know it or not, like when we're feeling a certain way, it's coming from something that we're thinking about. But if we're not aware of that connection, it can just, I mean, a lot of times you just kind of go on autopilot and like miss that whole piece. Absolutely. So Absolutely. if someone like, you know, someone's not in tune with their emotions, would it be pretty hard to like utilize the law of attraction? So that, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, everything takes some sort of awareness and practice. You know, you have to have some sort of identification, realization of it, right? And so, yes, it makes things a little more difficult if you're numbing how you're feeling 
or if you've really never stopped to contemplate what are these emotions that I'm feeling right now, but absolutely positively, everybody has an emotional guidance system and everybody has the, the ability to decipher emotions. You just got to take that first step, which is caring about how you feel. And instantly, when you have the intention, you make the intention that I care about how I feel, immediately your emotional sensitivity will start showing up for you, guaranteed. Because it's always happening. It's the awareness of it that's different. You know, it's like being aware of what you're speaking, being aware of what you're eating, being aware of how you're working out, being aware of the people that you're bringing into your 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 little sphere, right? Your hood. I mean, th these all these things, you have to have awareness. It's the same way. Mm -hmm. So what would be, do you have any tangible practices that would help someone become more aware of how they're feeling? So if you, if you like want to practice like, oh, I'm not really aware of my emotions or how I'm feeling moment to moment. It's like, okay, think of something in your past that you've enjoyed before. Just close your eyes, just sit there and think of something that you've enjoyed before. Close your eyes, sit there. Think of something that you did not like. Somebody screaming at you. Um, maybe you got in an accident. Um, you know, maybe you got an F on the report card. You know, what, whatever that is. Think about that and see how you feel from there. Put in some music. Listen to some music. Music that you know will provoke some better feelings for you. Then sit there and see, how does this feel right now? What are the emotions I'm feeling? Listen to some sad music, some music that you know <laughs> might bring you down a little bit because you want to know the range. You know, you want to know all the levels of it. Mm -hmm. This is not a good or a bad thing. It's just an awareness thing. Not doing anything right. You're not doing anything wrong. You're just practicing awareness of your emotions. And that's a great thing at any level, at any time. Mm. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think that just being able to pay attention, because I think a lot of times the emotions might get confused of like, what am I feeling right now? Like, is it this? Is it that? And then the labeling of bad or good. Like, I think yeah. I love that distinction because I know personally, like I blocked a lot of my like feelings that were more difficult. So those were labeled bad and I'd mm -hmm. shove them down or I would, I would, you know, act in a way that would numb it, like just complete whatever I could do. Yeah. So it makes so much sense just to be aware and not to label like it's not good or bad. It's just, it is, it's just energy. It's just a vibration. I think that's been one of my biggest like aha moments when it comes to like how your emotions really do guide you. Yeah. So if, if, if you can take the, it, it's really funny. I'm about to say this. It's totally contradicting, but it's like, if you can take the emotion out of the label of the emotion, of, you know, this is a bad emotion. This is a good emotion. This is just an awareness of how I'm feeling so that I know the direction I'm headed in. And am I headed in a direction that when I get there, it's going to feel pretty good. Or when I get there, it's probably more of what I don't really want. Mm -hmm. And so again, it, there, there, you, you do your best as an individual to take judgment out of it because emotions aren't there to beat you up or tell you you're doing something wrong. They're only there for assistance and guidance. And if we can understand that, 
and then understand that that's a process. You know, we like we're 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 dealing with a process. We're working on a process, a practice, an allowance, you know, an awareness, an identification, so that we can make our lives better consciously and deliberately because that's really what we're here for we're here to enjoy life there's nothing we have to be doing but enjoyment of life is the biggest one like that's what you want to be doing here yeah it's like and we create so much suffering especially in our in our minds and like the the emotions i love i love thinking of being the observer like taking the judgment out and just be the observer of the thoughts and, and the emotions that come along with it and the emotions are the messenger. So I think what you just said makes so much sense to me because it's like, are, am I going down the path that I want to? Cause it is sending you that message or am I not? So it is like taking that step and be like, am I, is like, am I living in a reality that is reflecting how I want to feel? And exactly. if not, what do you do? <laughs> like, what if that reality is like completely, just so dark and I just think of Eeyore and a cloud, <laughs> you know, like that is, or that is, and especially right now, there's a lot of that. Oh man, big time. So there's that, that yeah, b- big time. So that's the art of this deal is you for yourself have to have that experimenting of thinking and feeling and thinking and feeling. So when you think a thought and it doesn't feel very good, that's okay. That's an awareness that right now, you know, the thought I'm thinking is not serving me at, at maybe as good as it could be or, or, or like I would want it to be, right? Based on the emotion that I'm feeling when, I, when I'm thinking that thought. And so my job then is to just, okay, well, what's another thought I could think right now? Or what's another couple thoughts or four or five thoughts that I could string together that would allow me to look at this and then feel a different way. So that's why I say perspective coaching, because life is a perspective. The perspective you choose is creating the emotions. And then you know that, hey, I feel this way. That's a cool perspective. That's probably something I want to kind of hang on to for a little bit and just see, write it out and see how it goes. Whereas, man, this perspective is not serving me right now. Me thinking about this person in a, in a, in a, in a way that brings on this negative emotion, I should probably rethink the way I'm thinking about this person. Maybe I can give them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe I could turn my cheek. You know, what, whatever the situation is for you as an individual, there is no one way, there is no one process. It's just the experimentation of your own life. But again, if you don't start with the first thing, which is becoming emotionally aware, it's going to be a tougher uh, journey, a a little tougher battle to, to navigate. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think that's why it has been, it's been easier for me to navigate because I've spent this year prior to meeting you becoming emotionally aware. Mm -hmm. Like I was so like fixated on like only the good feelings for so long that I was missing out on all the good stuff. Cause the challenging feelings those are the most like those have the most information to me and like they help give so much more guidance than the good ones and all feelings they they don't last. They're all fleeting, but the more challenging ones feel, they just, it feels a little bit different. So that I think to me has changed everything, just being emotionally aware and using that as the guidance. So that's yeah. the first 
part, what comes next after becoming emotionally aware? So then it's kind of like you just put it to work, right? You put it to you. So, you know, you, you, you live your days and you, you're, you're asking all the time, like, like, uh, like your, your, your inner being, your soul is, is, is just, you're, you're asking all the time, right? So once you start asking, you have these desires, you have these wants, right? The universe is yielding them to you constantly, right? And then your ability to then allow them, meaning get into the frequency of those things, right? The essence of what you're wanting to bring in, that's what starts bringing them into your, uh, your reality, right? So you're asking, the universe is giving. Are you in the allowance mode? Are you in that space of feeling good enough to allow these things to come in? And do you allow yourself to feel good enough consistently enough, right? just a little bit more than 50-50, right? If you could just tip the scale to 51% of the time, you feel pretty good. That's enough to let some of these things in that you've been wanting in your life. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So like that, it's like just enough because it's like, it's not, you know, as much as we'd love life to be all rainbows and butterflies all the time. Like that's not realistic because it is that like 50-50 split. But it is possible to be in that like 51% of like allowance and like feeling good consistently. I mean, that's like anything. It's not just like that, like, okay, a little bit here. Like it really does require to you to be in it in a space that's like sustainable and not just like a dopamine hit. Sure. And and how many times have you heard the stories where where this quote unquote negative stuff happened to me, right? This contrast happened to me and it was a total blessing in my life. It allowed me to see things in a way that took me from A to B to C. And now I, I, I have this amazing life and so on and so forth. That is the process of life. You're always going to have contrast, but you need the contrast so that you can gain the clarity from mm-hmm. it. So you can make better informed decisions. Mm-hmm. And so it's a relationship of it all. The difference is, is when you get the contrast, when it shows up at your door, do you allow it to beat you up and keep you down basically, right? Or do you allow it to just show you something so you can take the bounce and move on from it and go, okay, I didn't like that so much. That's all right. I saw what I don't want, which now allows me to direct my attention to what I do want. And now if I could just keep my attention on the what I want part of it and why I want it. Okay, cool. Now I can get moving towards what I want. Mm -hmm. So you don't get caught up in the deep details of how everything's going to come, right? It's just, what do I want and why do I want it? And then hit the road. And then really it's, it's, again, it's a practice game of focus after that. Where is your attention? Where is your attention? And so you, you got to choose wisely, wisely, the things that you choose to focus upon and in which way you focus upon them. Mm, absolutely. One of my favorite things to say in when I'm teaching spin is where your focus goes, your energy flows. And, yeah. you know, that was before I really was understanding at this level, but like there was something within me that knew that, but it is, it's so true. Like, yeah. Where, where, like, where do you want to pay attention? Uh, sure. On my phone for a while, I had my like screensaver that said like, what do you want to pay attention to right now? 
Like, is yeah. it really on your phone that you want to pay attention to? And it really just like gets me back in that space of, yeah, where do I want my energy to go? Absolutely. So you mentioned the contrast and that's something that you taught me uh, in our last coaching session that really stuck with me and it mm -hmm. completely shifted. And what I was really struggling, struggling with was letting go of something that I could feel I was a little bit like, not like maybe it was resentful. Like there was definitely still like some sort of muck that I yeah. hadn't processed. And you brought that up. You're like, the contrast is why you're here today. Yeah. And I was like, Ooh, and that has really stuck with me. And that has been my practice of having gratitude for the contrast and the struggle that I experience, and not telling the story or try to justify my actions because of this, this, and this, like it really like set with me. It's like, Hey, that was for a reason. And I like, I'm yeah, so yeah. grateful for that contrast because without the contrast, I would have still been complacent and probably wouldn't have made many changes because it's not that bad. Like when things are fine and there's not a lot of contrast, we get so stuck. And like in that rut, we're like, Oh, everything's okay. Like nothing's that bad. It's like, well, <laughs> being complacent is that bad. It's just very insidious. Like I think being complacent is just like, can it like holds you there's no, you're at a standstill. There's stagnation. There's no growth. And our purpose is to grow as human beings. Like that's what I believe is like, we're meant yeah. to evolve. So that contrast piece that you brought up is like so yeah. important to me. Uh, and I'm looking at all the other contrasts in my life and like really like opening up to it and feeling that like gratitude for those challenges. Yeah. So, well, I, I remember what we were talking about there and it, it was like, uh, an understanding um, uh, that everything is a relationship, right? N no matter what's going on, like, so you have a relationship with your teacher, you have a relationship with food, you have a relationship with your pets, you have a relationship with your loved one or whatever it is. All these things in your life are a relationship. And so if you want to know if some of those things aren't really working out for you, you just check in and go, well, what's this relationship feeling right now? Like, what, what, what's going on when I think about this relationship with food, the relationship with my body. And if you want to uh, improve those relationships, you have to find a way to feel better about them in some way, shape or form. And so what we were talking about is a former uh, workplace, right? And, and, and your ability now that you've stepped away from it to not drag it with you, to your future events. Mm -hmm. And so your job to make peace with that relationship is that way to then be able to not drag it forward. Or if you do, you're bringing the good stuff, right? You're bringing all the fun and the happiness and the fun relationships with the people you worked with and so on and so forth. And that's really what you want to drag. If you want to say that word, oh. those are the things you want to drag into your now, you know, and into your future. And so that, that was the biggest thing I think we were talking about there is, is making a relationship with everything and then understanding how do you feel inside the relationship. If you don't feel that good, there's ways to improve that. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, that, yeah. That, I mean, that can be applied to everything and anything when you're like, you're, you know, if you don't change that relationship, you're taking that with you. And that's yeah. a lot. And it's going to show up in other ways. And I was like, oh, I could... I could tell, I could feel how it would show up in other ways. Like I could foresee that in my future and the path that I'm on. So that was like such a, like we barely, it wasn't like that even big of a conversation. It was just like kind of a sidebar, but it really did. It stuck with me and um, how I've been processing and showing up 
since then has really uh, shifted for me. So that I think is just so important to bring up because I'm a lot of people are experiencing some serious contrast in life right now. Like there is some big contrast. And let me add one more thing there yeah. too, because when we're talking about it, we, we also didn't mention that it's your job to go tell somebody or have a conversation with somebody to change the relationship. It's about your own relationship with how you feel about somebody or something. And a lot of the time, not every time, yes, sometimes it's great to go have some conversations with people. I get that. But the cool thing about this is that when you find the power of, oh my God, I can change my relationship with X, Y, and Z based on my relationship with me and how I'm feeling with that subject, that's when you really gain ownership of your life because you never have to go seek someone's change. Like nobody else has to change for you to then be happy. Mm -hmm. And that's the biggest thing is that a lot of us are saying, well, they, if they would stop doing this or stop saying this or stop being this, and it's like, well, then you're in trouble, man, because you're going to have to be really picky about the people you choose to hang out with in life. And that's not really what anybody wants to do. Nobody wants to sit in a quarter, in a corner and twiddle their thumbs with their two friends. You want to go mix it up with the world and have interesting conversations with random people as you go travel the world. Like those are some of the best stories in life, right? Where you just, you run into somebody and then you sit there and you guys just, you, you exchange pleasantries and you're smiling and you're laughing and then you go, hey, have a great day. See you later. And you just walk away just beaming. You don't even know why. You know what I mean? You're just beaming. And then you pass that on to the next and to the next and to the next. And that's what life, one part of life is, is really about. And so that, that, that ownership of that, I think is a really cool thing. Oh my gosh. A hundred, a hundred percent. I think we do like, we want everything to be the way that we think it should be. And like, and that causes that suffering, trying to control things that we don't have control over. And that is so important. Like, yes, having a conversation might feel better for a moment, but like, what's the intention? Like, why do you want to have the conversation? Cause is it to make yourself feel better? Cause if it's to make yourself feel better, then all you have to do is change your relationship that the way you're thinking about that person, that yeah. is like, whew, yeah. like that is a moment for those that are listening right now. Just take a moment to let that sit in because we cannot control. We have manuals for people in our life and experiences that they should be this way. And that is like so far, <laughs> so far out. Like we get so disappointed and let down because things don't meet like what we think they should be. And when we can take personal responsibility, I mean, that's freedom. That is complete freedom. And like that, I'm so glad that you brought that up. Amazing. So good. So I have, well, I'm curious, like, because I know you were a baseball coach and you were in that world for so long. And did you use these tools? Because this came before coaching, obviously. Mm -hmm. uh, have you used these tools in your coaching practice? Yeah. So the main way I use it is for myself because my ability to be in alignment and be in a good feeling place and be in a receiving place, be in an allowing place is going to allow me to be a good coach, right? To be beneficial to the people that are around me. If I can't receive those messages and I can't uh, uh, 
have this communication process with people, um, with the with the players that I'm involved with, it's going to be a tough road for both of us. So that's the first part. And then some of these conversations would happen once I felt like I gained the trust of the individual. But my my entire vision was always steeped in this information, whether they knew it or not, it didn't matter. Um, because I knew I always wanted to come from this type of feeling place while I was doing my work. And then the overall vision of it Yes, that that's how we would that's how I would I would do it, whether they knew it or not. Like I said, mm-hmm. um, it was dependent upon how I felt they were receiving the information in our conversations, because some of these things, man, I delved in full bore. Like I, I, I talked about it, you know, books, workshops. Here you go. You know, here's all of it. Ask me any questions you want at any time, so on and so forth. And some people I did not mention one thing about it whatsoever, because I probably would have turned them off and they would have never spoken to me again. And so that's your job as a coach to, to read people as well anyways. And so that, that's kind of how I used it in a general, general way. Yeah. And you, I mean, did you ever do any like workshops with your, your players like around this or did you kind of change the content like on the surface, but then continue to deliver that same message? Yeah. So I would, sometimes change the content like I might not talk about vibration and the law of attraction you know what have you but the way I was coming at them was definitely with that type of tone in that way you know depending upon how big or small the group was but actually this last season at the end of the year with the angels I definitely did had had I I had a group meeting with the pitchers towards the end because you know, I, I, I thought I was going to be there for at least the next two years. I had a three-year contract, you know, and I, I wanted to get into like, guys, this is what we're about. This is who we're going to be heading into the off season. This is what we're going to take care of. So let me give you some background information on that. And we did. We talked about vibration. We talked about energy. And I, I tried to bring it together. I didn't get too woo-woo about it, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to bring it together because I wanted them to know that we could shape the way things were happening because that organization has had a lot of tough times over the past few years. And so there's some energy that's hanging out there that kind of needed to be shifted, needed to be moved. And so I wanted to explain to them, like, we're not a victim to any of this stuff. You are in the big leagues. That means you have a certain type of talent level to be able to perform here. The next step is, what are we doing with it? How are you thinking and how are you feeling? And what are the steps that you're taking? What is the process you're using to gain the results? And if we're not getting the results we want, it's because our process is not as clean as we think it is. And so we need to rethink our process. So no problem. Here we go. Let's start rethinking it. That's my job. I'm here for guidance. What questions do you have? What thoughts do you have? And then, you know, off we go. And so I was, I, we were close, man. I, we, we were right there. Like I created some really solid relationships. I still speak with a few of them. Um, it's just, you know, what, what wasn't able to see it through for whatever the reasons were um, and all as well. Yeah. And that's like that same contrast is like, whatever the reasons were that like transformed into yeah. that, that next path. So yeah. is the process then manifesting like, when you talk about, okay, law of attraction and then 
manifesting you just mentioned like okay like what are the questions what are the steps what are the process how does that tie into it so everybody uses it in in all sorts of different ways like i'm a true student of the game so for me i really do want to be steeped in i just want to feel good like what are the ways that i can feel good right and so i'm just steeped in that but if you're a person who comes across this information and you just want to manifest as many things in your life, then no problem. That's your decision and that's your choice and go after it. Um, But knowing that the results are coming through a process, you know, that's the biggest thing. Because if you're only result oriented and you get beat up, if you don't receive the results you wanted, that's where you're going to have some struggle with it. And so that's why I, I suggest as a coach or even, you know, having conversations with anybody I'd come across that you want to get lost in the process and you just want to get as intrigued and curious and investigative and, and eager and excited about the process because it is so cool to realize you're shaping your life mm-hmm. and to literally see it happening right in front of your eyes and to know that, oh, I did that. I did that. I had, I had a part in that. I had a part in that. Thank you, universe. Thank you, universe. Like that is the fun of it all for me. Mm. Again, some others, it's the end game. It's always about the end game. And that again, and again, that's okay too. It's just um, the having that uh, proper uh, focus, you know, that tuning uh, Mm. so that you can still receive that what you want in life. Oh, for sure. I mean, I, it is always about, it's the journey, right? It's the process. It's like the end result is so fleeting because we get to the end result. We're like, okay, now what? Well, now what? And you get, that's when we start chasing the carrot and things are never enough, right? Like there's that whole thing that, you know, people think, okay, once I'm successful, then I'll be happy, but it doesn't work like that. Like be happy now and you will be successful. And that's how it works. Like the feeling you said, can you feel that desired feeling before you have it. Cause it's not about really getting something. It is the feeling that you have when, when getting it or reaching it or achieving it, whatever, whatever way that is. But it's like, also like, what's your definition of success? Right. Everybody right. defines things differently. Everybody's an individual and you have your choice. It's your right as a being. When you came in this physical body, choose whatever route you want. Be an individual and choose your route. And, and again, for some people, success is based on happiness and joy. Some people's success is based on how many things they can fit in their house. So, you know what I mean? Or how high on the business ladder can you climb? Like none of those are wrong. None of those are right. Just get in alignment with what it is that you as an individual want and then go for it, man. And go see if you can create those things in your life. I completely agree. So how do you know if it's working? Like, how do you know if the law of attraction is working properly? It's always working. (laughs) Whether you're working, whether it's working, like what you say is whether it's working to your benefit or not, right? There's two ways. What's showing up for you in your life and how are you feeling, right? So if things are showing up that, that you're like, well, I didn't want that and I didn't choose this and I didn't want that. Well, that's one way to let yourself know that 
your thoughts and how you're feeling predominantly are, are probably not in alignment with who you really are and what you really want, right? Nothing's come yet, but I'm feeling really good. Awesome. That is a manifestation. You emotionally feeling better is a manifestation. Ride with that. Ride that because it is a universal law that things are going to be coming to you at any moment's time. Just chill out. But if you're not feeling very good consistently, again, where are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? Mm -hmm. How are you directing them? Uh, because that's the reason why you're not feeling good. Right. So what about people that are like, have been at a disadvantage or are oppressed and they're like, my, like, this is my reality. Like I didn't create this. Like, this is what I was born into. How, how would you coach someone through that, that has had a disadvantage since day one? So that's a, that's a great question. And that's a super tough question because it depends on like, how much do you want to believe in this stuff? Like how much do you want to know about this stuff? And you know, how much faith do you want in on this stuff? Right. And so like, if I told you, well, you actually chose when you were non-physical, you actually chose to come into this physical world the way that you chose to come into this physical world. And you chose that for the contrast to decipher what it is you really want and to gain that clarity and then blast off, right? Because aren't those stories of the most struggle and the most pain, aren't those the stories where those people take off like rocket ships? Now, do you have to have that much contrast and pain and struggle to gain that? Absolutely not. But uh, we as humans, we do that sometimes, right? And that's how we gain our perspective and our clarity and, and then take off. But now if you're sitting in the middle of that contrast, right, it's going to be tough to listen to somebody say you create your reality. That person's want to go, is going to want to go F you. I didn't ask for this, that, and the other. But that's how the universe works. And the only way you can really get around that is if you can step out just for a moment of how you're feeling, right? You got to just relax take a nap, go to sleep, you know, whatever it is, just chill out for just a little bit. So you can maybe take a perspective and look around your life. And maybe there's just a little slit of hope in a certain area where you can get that feeling space going for you and go, Oh, okay, I can see that I could see how that could be true. And then maybe there's a little challenge that you can take for yourself. You know, there's a little game that you can play with the law of attraction. Um, that you'll see that the universe does have your back and is always working out for you. Because those stories are around us everywhere. And so it can't not be true if those stories are here, you know? And so it's, it, it, it really is like, can we just give ourselves a break? And can we just get on the, on the, on the, on the vibration of hope? on the feeling place of hope, just enough to let something come through so you can go like, oh, okay, maybe there is something to this. Mm, yeah, I think that it is just, there are stories everywhere all the time. And it's like, it's not that, that a certain person has something that the other person doesn't. It's again, like the awareness and knowing that it can work for you if you're open to it. And that's what it always comes down to. I think of the Roald, Roald Dahl quote that those that don't believe in magic will never find it. 
And even though this like isn't magical, but it does like if you don't believe in in this type of like energy and vibrational um, power that we every single one of us hold, then you people won't experience it. And that's I mean, and like to me, I'm like that's okay because it's going to happen one way or another. Like you said, I think of being a conscious creator of my life now. Like that is like the shift that. I have made since working with you and having these types of conversations, like I want to continue. I have been a creator of my life and a lot of things that have happened have definitely come from a manifestation and all like so many things at the right time. Um, but I wasn't like conscious of it on that level that I am now. So now I'm like, okay, I'm a conscious creator. Like everything that I think do or say has, it goes somewhere. So I have to decide like where, I want that to go yeah. by being aware of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like, yeah. My, like that mind blown emoji, like that's what, I, uh, that's what <laughs> I, so yeah. cool. Yeah. So cool. So, well, I'm, I'm curious, like what is your, do you have a favorite law of attraction story? A thing, something that just like stands out to you the most or one of those pivotal moments in your life? Well, I mean, I have, so many because like I've chose to be aware of this, you know, process throughout my life. Like the biggest one over a mass of time was me just being able to make it to the big leagues. Like, look, like I never played professional baseball. I played indie ball, but I was never in a professional organization. I played 14 innings of indie ball. Okay. I got fired from my first two professional jobs at the lowest possible level. Then I opened up an own, my own business for three years, got back into baseball, still wasn't going anywhere, was still in the rookie ball level, finally made a decision like, Doug, you are contradicting constantly in your life. Like all you're doing is saying and, and then doing the opposite or, or reading and then doing the opposite kind of deal. And so I made a decision. I'm going to get out of my own way. I'm going to stop feeling sorry for myself, stop blaming other people, yada, yada, yada. And the next thing you knew, in about four or five years, I found myself in the big leagues from rookie ball, the lowest level possible. And so I absolutely consciously felt, not only did I see it happening in front of me, but I felt, I knew it was going to happen years before because I started feeling the momentum shifting. And I was like, now it is only a matter of time. Now, did I doubt myself sometimes? Yes. Was I upset about the pace of it sometimes? Yes. But those are just fleeting thoughts that come in and out. And I knew better than that. And I knew the work I was doing. And so all of a sudden, I woke up one day. I'm like, oh, my God, I made it. Here it is. And then just like you said, and then you get there and you're like, well, I got to keep living my life. It's not like you're done with life now. Like, hey, I created my dream. I can just go home. It's like, no, you're 42, dude. You, yeah, you got like tons more to do. Like what, what else is what, like what's next, you know? And so it, it's just like that story alone is great. And I have tons of like little nugget stories, you know, of like me being surfing and the dolphins coming by and like, it's just, it, it's amazing. The, the world is an amazing, special place. Magic is around us constantly. It's just whether you're at the vibrational level to be able to notice it and see it. But I'm telling you right now, it doesn't matter who you are. No, it doesn't matter who you are. Anybody listening to this right here, right now, it doesn't matter how poor you are or how rich you are or how much you're struggling, whatever. 
if you right now said, okay, universe, show me one thing this next week, one thing that I should start believing in this information, I guarantee something will come your way. One freaking thing. And, 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 and don't be like, you know, boohoo or whatever. You just say, okay, here we go. I got nothing else to lose. One week. I'm going to give it one week, universe. Here we go. Show me something special. Show me that you are in love with me, that you know I exist, and I am a special human being. Just ask the universe for that. One thing for one week. I guarantee something is going to come up. Some person is going to say something, some experience. You're going to have some feeling that's going to come over you, and you will know how special you are. And there it is. And then you just got to start taking a hold of it and, and, and moving one, one foot in front of the other. I, yeah, I, I love that so much because like what comes up for me when you're saying that is this is all a active practice. And I think people hear it and they think it's very passive, like, okay, like I really want this to happen, but you're not actually doing the active piece of it. Uh, Cause it is, you have to do something like you can declare what you want or whatever it is and tap into your feelings. But if you don't actively take the steps towards whatever it is that you want, it's just like, you're just wishing for something. Um, I think of the alchemist, the quote is the universe is conspiring to get you whatever you want or something like that. It always stuck with me because it's about finding your personal legend, which is like your calling in life and everybody has a personal legend. And that's what this is all about. Like the universe like does because it's our higher self. Like it's like, let me show you the way, but we get so caught up in all the noise that we can't. We're like so distracted from those little messages. And it's, you. yeah, Yeah. you, you have to pay attention. The thing about it is like, it's like, why is this not true? Why is this not the way? Like, why is this not being taught in schools? Why are we not understanding what our emotions truly represent and are of benefit for us in our lives? Why, why does it have to be different? Why do we have to watch the news? Why do we have to listen to the media? Why do we have to listen to anybody that ever wants to verbally abuse us or physically abuse us or whatever it is? Like, why, 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 why? Why can't you just be responsible for you and the way you choose to live your life and how you want to feel. And then let's just see how it ends up when it's all said and done. But this is the way, this is what it is. And when you were born into this physical body, this is what you absolutely knew. The thing is, is that somewhere along the way, human beings, for whatever reason, we just got stuck and we started thinking and believing goofy things but it's okay because at any point in your life being one day old or 100 years old you have a choice to choose your way any point in time because it's a vibrationally based world and if you understand that and you start to learn about that and really it's about rediscovering and remembering because this is the way it is and so once you rediscover that and you remember that that you are that blessed being, that the universe does love you, and you can be, do, or have anything you want, things will start to unfold. Absolutely. It's the law. It has to happen. Just like the law of gravity. If you jump off a cliff, you're falling. You're going down. It's just how it works. So the consequence of feeling good 
you get to have a really cool life. Oh man, that sucks. Yeah. Oh God. A little cherry on top, Doug. <laughs> Keep going. I'm listening. I'm here for it. <laughs> louder for the louder for the people in the back. Um, no, I'm, a, I'm soapboxing it. I shouldn't soapbox. It. No, soapbox yeah. it. It's like it's so true. I mean, it really comes down to taking responsibility. I have this conversation with my clients a lot, and it, it it's very become the normal thing to blame someone else for why we're feeling a certain way or, or not even someone, a circumstance or something that happens. And like, I'm, I've done it, I've done it a handful of times blaming. Yeah. And like what you're saying is so true on every level, whether or not you believe in the law of attraction, manifestation, whatever, if you can't take responsibility for how you're feeling, you're going to constantly be feeling like, shit like that is just how it's going to be um because there's always going to be things that are that are like out of our control and upsetting and frustrating and all of that so it's like take your power back by taking responsibility for how you feel love love it love it so my last little piece is uh let's talk about action steps so maybe someone's listening they're like okay i'm in i'm I'm all about it and beginning they're skeptical and now they're like all right i'm kind of curious what are the steps? <laughs> some, like, give me some like tangible action steps that people can take. Yeah. So I'm, I'm always going to um, bring it back to you, uh, uh, you and you, like the relationship between you and you. So like there is nothing that you have to do outside of yourself, right? You don't need to go out into the world and do X, Y, and Z. This is all personal work, right? Nobody even has to know that you're doing it, right? But I would start doing these things if I were you. At night before you go to bed, If you don't feel that good, I would do something to allow yourself to lighten up the mode a little bit, lighten up your energy. So maybe it's some comedy, maybe it's some pleasing music, maybe it's writing an appreciation list, maybe it's petting your dog or your cat, whatever it is to soothe yourself into your sleep, I think that would be an amazing thing for you to do. Then when you wake up, you should start practicing a practice of meditation in some way, shape, or form. What I've been taught and what I, what I currently do is 15 to 20 minutes, sitting comfortably, listening to a consistent sound, the fan, the air conditioner, the humming of the refrigerator, whatever that is. That's it. Just sit comfortably and listen to the sound, 15 to 20 minutes. And then when you're done with that, sit to write and write anything that you can think of that is pleasing to you in the moment. Anything could be the pen you're using to write, could be the piece of paper that you're writing on, could be the dog in the room, could be your lover, could be the bed that you love, could be the, the, the flask that you like drinking out of. It doesn't matter. Just start to look for things to appreciate. And as you're doing it, be aware of how you're feeling because you're doing it to feel better, to deliberately shift your feeling place. Okay then go out in the world, then go enjoy yourself. But I would start with those three things. The night before, the meditation in the morning, and some appreciation after the meditation to get your day rolling. Oh, yeah, I love I love that. I, I partake in all of those activities. So I can vouch that they really do work. And something that came up the last time was like, actually, after you write the gratitude, like 
I think a lot of times people go through like, oh, this is my task. I got to meditate. And then I got to write my, in my gratitude. So I got to do this. And it becomes very like doing this to do this. And you're kind of missing the whole point. Even meditation yeah. is like, I just have to meditate to check it off. Like, no, yeah, 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 you're literally yeah, yeah. doing this to like shift or like tune into how you're feeling. So um, yeah. in my journal, actually the question of like the day was like, sit with, after you answer each of these questions, sit with how you feel afterwards. Cool. And it was all, like, and I do it, but it was very intentional. And so I've really started to take on that practice because it isn't to do it just to do it, to be like, I do gratitude and I meditate. And it's like, cause it's a trendy thing to do. It's like, no, it, it really, it is like shifting your emotional state. You have to pay attention to yes. it. So, and, and, yeah. and, and why is that? Because it's a vibrationally based universe. The universe is responding to how you are feeling, the vibration, which is the emotion that you're emitting. Mm -hmm. So while you're doing these things, the focusing on the emotion is the deal. That's the play. Because just like you said, if you just go through the motions, you never get the juices going. And so the universe is not responding to anything that you've shifted, that you've improved, that you've uh, allowed to uh, enlighten and, 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 and you know get lighter. And so that that's the main focus there of why a lot of people's practices might suffer or not be as efficient as they want because they're not taking the emotions into account, which is the whole game. It's the bread and butter. That is the bread and butter. So what, you know, we wish, I wish this was an, a curriculum in school and maybe one day it might be along with meditation and mindfulness and self-love practices. That's my like dream school. Happy. I want to create it. I'm, yeah. I'm surprised it doesn't exist yet, but maybe that's our purpose is creating a curriculum that includes all of that. But because there isn't, and people might be curious, um, do you recommend any books to learn a little bit more about this topic? Yeah. So uh, for me, um, anything that uh, Esther Hicks, uh, Abraham Hicks has written, anything there. So just I would go to that website, abraham-hicks.com and, and eat it up, anything there. Uh, my friend, actually, Christine uh, Meyer, she just wrote a book. Uh, I think it was, it's called Keep It Simple, Smarty Pants. It's the cool. same information. It's like a, a quick read, you know, a fun, playful, quick read. Um, and then I, I just started reading, uh, I, I got a couple of his books going, but Joe Dispenza, you know, because he kind of goes into the science side of it a little bit more. But I think maybe those would be good ones. You know, Bruce Lipton has some cool ones. Um, but the ma the main player for me is always going to be Abraham. Okay. I'll make sure I put that in the show notes. So good. So great. Could talk about this all day. Where can, <laughs> are you, well, are you taking new clients or like, where can people find you if they do want to know more? Yeah. The, the biggest thing is just my email, which is my full name, Douglas Bryant White at Yahoo. Uh, and, and, and we go from there. Yeah. Okay. I'll put that in the show notes as well. Well, thank you, Doug. Love this conversation. Thank you for your time and sharing your wisdom. And I look forward to continuing this conversation. No worries. Thanks, Brittany. Okay. How about that episode? Doug is in incredible. That conversation was so dreamy and I can speak for my experience after applying these principles to my own life. Magic 
has happened. Like it literally feels like magic, even though I know it's the law of attraction. Sometimes when this happens, it feels hard to believe, but when you're able to get in that feeling place before you actually have whatever it is that you want or desire for yourself, that is how you expand. That's how you attract whatever it is that you want in your life. And I have experienced it more in the past couple months than I ever have before because I've been very intentional about feeling whatever that feeling is before I have it and using my emotions and my feelings as my guidance before I would detach from them and not use them as my guide. And now it's really getting into tune to that feeling in my body and letting it guide me and allowing myself to get quiet. So give this practice a try. And if you have any questions about it, please reach out. It is so fascinating and it is so powerful. So let me know what you think about this episode. Give it a try. And I hope that you can create that space in your life for whatever it is that you deserve and you desire. Right, my friend. Until next time, love yourself, own your happiness, and let your light shine because you are so worthy of it, my friend. Catch you next time.